Okay, so we are doing Canto 10, Chapter 12. This is Canto 10, Part 1, Chapter 12 from the Srimad Bhagavatam, The Killing of Demon Agasura. Yesterday we did uh, a lot of things about Krishna and the way he does his mischief. So today we are going to learn about Agasura. Now, Agasura's death had happened prior to these people moving to Vrindavan. It's not in Vrindavan that Agasura's story happened. It happened prior to that. By then, by then Krishna was six years old. Okay. So this is when he was nearly five years old that this happened. So we'll start. This killing of demon Agasura. Sukhdev Goswami continued, O king, one day Krishna decided to take his breakfast as a picnic in the forest. Having risen early in the morning, he blew his bugle made of horn and woke up all the cowherd boys and calves with his beautiful sound. Then Krishna and the boys kept their respective groups of calves before them, proceeded from Vrajabhumi to the forest. At that time, hundreds and thousands of cowherd boys came out of their respective homes in Vrajabhumi and joined Krishna. Keeping before them their hundreds and thousands of groups of calves, the boys were very beautiful. They were equipped with lunch bags, bugles, flutes, sticks for controlling the calves. So imagine this is a whole scene that is happening. They are taking their calves for grazing. And uh, the cowherd boys and girls are just behind. Along with the cowherd boys and their own groups of calves, Krishna came out with an unlimited number of calves assembled. Then all the boys began to sport in the forest in a great, greatly playful spirit. That means once when you leave the calves for grazing, what do you do? You have to play games over there, isn't it? You just have to let them go. Imagine, you know, you are a shepherd or a, uh, or a cow herd. You just leave your calves and the sheep and all that over there. You know that there is always a, a fence around which you can, cannot allow them to go. And then what do you do? You play all the village games. You know, village games are there like uh, you hide somewhere and so on and so forth. You know, many a times we play different different kinds of games. Like you play with a ball. Yeah, so there's lagori, you know, all those kind of things. Lagori, hututu, kabadi. These are all our uh, village games. Right? So you either, or you take one catty. Batch ki bolte usko. Uh, Pari is sending an invite, just uh, send her. <laughs> so, <clears throat> along with these boys, along with the coward boys and their own groups of calves, Krishna came out with an unlimited number of calves assembled and all the boys began to sport in the forest in a greatly playful spirit. Although all these boys were already decorated by their mothers with ornaments of kacha, gunja, pearls and gold. What is all this? Gunja. I'm sure you know you must have played as a child with gunjas. You have seen those red and black color seeds? The ones which are used for weighing? You know those very tiny seeds are there. Red and black in color. Half red and half black. Those are called gunjas by the way. So you, you make a, the, you know one chain out of it. Okay. So that is Gunja. And what else they were having? Kacha, pearls and gold. Now all these are different different ornaments. You can use them. Actually the original Gunja is called a garnet. I don't know whether you know garnet. 
garnet is a stone it's a stone which is brown in color uh, if you really want to know then uh, have you seen women from mangalore side mangalore side you know they wear in the in their uh, 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 you know chain which is made up of uh, orange color beads is in that or no orange black they will wear always orange and black and gold there are three kinds orange black and gold black is the black seed the, the black uh, money that is there and then there is the orange bead that orange bead is also there so that is what they would also wear it is garnet g a r n e t okay so when they went into the forest so they would wear all these garlands and all that and then they went into the forest they further decorated themselves with fruits green leaves bunches of flowers peacock feathers and soft minerals soft stone <laughs> you know children you know how they do when i'm i'm sure you know when you are a child you have also gone, gone and done the same thing when you are walking on the road you see some shiny object you will pick it up you see some uh, simply uh, rather one uh, uh, you know maybe you know that uh, crystal type of a, you know you get crystals on the road or the round stones that you yeah. get cobblestones <laughs> the rounder they are the blacker and the better the looking they are you want to put them in the pocket and then you when you go to the beach what do you do you pick up all the shells on the road <laughs> and by the time you go back your pocket is full of them and then your mother is going to give you one pasting why because your pocket is not only containing that but it contains a lot of sand also okay so this is what the children will do they will start picking up things on the road and they will so now in the forest what do you find now in the forest you find a lot of other stuff what do you see you you climb up some trees you see that bear also bear you know <laughs> bora i don't know what you'll call it small or you see those jamuns jamuns are black in color now jamuns were very famous in krishna's time that is why they say you know that whenever uh, radha used to look at the jamuns she used to she used to say you know he is like a uh, that krishna is over there and the kadamba trees i am sure you have you know about kadamba restaurant but kadamba trees yeah you know kadamba trees <laughs> those are having that brown color flower you know leaves and all very big leaves so kadamba likewise you will find uh berries all different different kinds of berries okay and then amla amla you know how you have to eat no you have to put it in the modern one <laughs> you do like this and imlis okay these are all fruits that we love to and if you actually go to the you know where you go to your uh, native place you will find every tree is having all something like that it's mango chikku banana this that and yes बाप का माल एक एक गुटा के खाने का यू डोंट बॉदर यू नो इन विलेज इज एस्पेशली यू डोंट बॉदर इज बिलोंगिंग टू समी इवन इफ देर इज अ शुगर केन ओवर देर इज अ बिग शुगर केन फील्ड यू पुल आउट वन इन यू स्टार्ट इटिंग नो बडी केयर्स इन दैट बिलोंग्स टू समी नो सो ही आर ऑल्सो दीज चिल्ड्रन आर प्लेइंग लाइक दैट दे आर हैविंग बंच ऑफ फ्लावर्स एंड ऑल विद द फ्लावर्स यू मेक दोज डिफरेंट डिफरेंट काइंड ऑफ मालाज ओके malas also you don't have that sui daga over there what needle and thread you don't have so you take the uh, take the what uh, plantain uh, sorry plantain is one and the other one is that uh, coconut 
ట్రైన్ let us say you are going by train if you watch outside the train there is a big jungle over there and you will find peacocks over there by the way all right and especially during rainy season you will find that they were they are having all that thing spread out and they look very nice and soft minerals soft minerals means there are different kinds of minerals that are found over there people you know we love to carve things out of it you know now you know when when we become young then we crow a heart and one one arrow going through it but <laughs> but when we are small no we want to carve animals and stuffs out of these kind of things so all the coward boys used to steal one another's lunch bags don't tell me you all have not done in school this thing <laughs> somebody's lunch bag you think you know today there is something really special that lunch bag is disappeared before the recess only it is gone <laughs> so <laughs> they would do exactly the same the coward boys used to steal one another's lunch bags when a boy came to understand that his bag has been taken the other boys would throw it further away to a more distant place so he would pass it on pass it on pass it on like that so that was the fun part and those standing there would throw it still further when the proprietor of the bag became disappointed the other boys would laugh the proprietor would cry and then the bag would be returned sometimes krishna would go to some somewhat distant place to see the beauty of the forest then all the other boys would run to accompany him each one saying i shall be the first to run and touch krishna i shall be the first to run krishna first in this way they enjoyed life by repeatedly touching krishna now krishna krishna was a person you know he would have one stick in his hand okay with one feather stuck in his head and one bhatri with him and he used to go by the way he must have been a kaliyara pattu type of a person you know <laughs> in kerala they show the <laughs> the stick and all that so he was a great warrior also by the way not only was he from a, a dynasty which is uh, called the yadu dynasty which is known for this kind of antics okay so anyway he would go into the forest with the stick and all roaming all over the place alone and behind him all the boys would come oh krishna is going into the forest okay we'll go touch him and come so like that so it was a very interesting childhood for them all the boys would be differently engaged some boys blew their flutes other blew bugles made of horn i'm sure you have seen horn bugles you know after the animal is dead you remove the horn the horn which is bent like this and then you scrape it and remove things from inside and then you make a blowing trumpet type of a horn this is what you do and what happens to the one that is inside then you make carvings out of it you take a very sharp knife and you make carvings out of it you'll find that uh, you know the uh, ox horns you'll find that there are carvings which are sold in the market even today so some imitated the buzzing of the bumblebees and the other imitated the voice of the cuckoo some boys imitated flying birds by running after the bird shadow on the ground some imitated the beautiful movements and attractive postures of the squawns some saw sat down with the ducks sitting silently while others imitated the dancing of the peacocks now ducks where are they 
the ducks are there in the river in the ocean that nadi uh, nadi over there you know yamuna nadi is there only no imagine there is a nadi there is a forest there is a mountain there is everything available over there today what do you find in all these places you know what you find today on the nadi on the mountains in the forest and everywhere by the way if you find this kind of a place one thing that you will find over there is called tourist <laughs> and all the kachra from the tourist is thrown all over the place you go to whichever corner of this world you know i mean in india especially you will find there is so much of kachra lying all over the place okay so the olden times there was nothing like that so these boys used to sit near the ducks and then they would just look at the ducks yeah, those, those were the, the the people dreamers then some boys attracted young monkeys in the trees now you know who will attract monkeys those who are the naughty kind you know they always i if you ever been to the zoo you will find you know they, it's written in big words over there keep silence don't feed the birds and the animals and they will definitely take something and they'll throw yeah monkey have this <laughs> this is a very interesting thing which our people do actually this is monkeys are known for this they are not scared have you ever seen a scared monkey no no he will come and he will snatch things from your hand and go away and if you are wearing glasses you better be careful okay he want to run away with your glasses also so imitating monkeys some made faces at the monkeys and were accustomed to do while others jump from one branch to another imitating them some boys went to the waterfalls and crossed over the rivers jumping with the frogs and when they saw their own reflection in the water they would laugh they would also condemn the sound of their own echoes in this way all the coward boys used to play with krishna who is the source of brahma effulgence for jnani is desiring to merge into the effulgence who is the supreme personality of godhead for the devotee who have accepted eternal servitorship and who for the ordinary persons is but another ordinary child the coward boys having accumulated the results of pious activities for many lives were able to associate in this way with the supreme personality of godhead how can one explain their great fortune in this there was one line which tells you about how the gopis are a part of the goloka the goloka vrindavana that is the second divine unmanifest and they have come with him to be with him at that point in time and servitorship is basically nothing but being servant being a servant of the lord so being over there and being his greatest tool just like a servant you know and doing his work that is one of the greatest devotion that you can have servitorship yogis may undergo severe austerities and penances for many birds by practicing yama niyama asana pranayama none of which are easily performed yet in due course of time when these yogis attain the perfection by controlling the mind they will still be unable to taste even a particle of dust from the lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead this is a very interesting line again it tells you very simply this you can do pranayama you can join all that kapal bhati and this and that and uh, anuloma viloma you can try all your stunts okay you know what kapal bhati is if you don't know go to uh, you know youtube and say kapal bhati yeah you will get a 100 uh, episodes over there and you say aloma you know viloma 
Okay, anuloma and viloma. See what that is. It's nothing but breathing in and out, boss. You like this? <laughs> like that, you know. Bring it from one place, bring out from another place. And pranayama. I'm sure you have heard of all these things. Then you do yogasana. Okay. All kinds of yogasana. You can stand on your head for all you care. You can do whatever matakbaji that you want in this world. And you may have achieved whatever you want to, you know, the highest perfection in that. This is one book. And then another book which is the Bhagavad Gita. It tells you very clearly, whether you do pranayama, whether you do asanas, whether you do all these kind of breathing exercises or yogas or whatever that you want to. Still, attaining Krishna is impossible. Krishna can never be attained. The Supreme Divine Consciousness can never be attained by doing all these kind of things and becoming perfect in that. Or reading fantastic books. Okay, by hearting them. I by hearted this, I by hearted that. Nothing. None of these things will ever take you towards Krishna. So not even a particle of dust from the lotus feet of Krishna, unable to see. Krishna's even dust, one little particle from his dust also can never be found if you do all these kind of things. You can try. You can try to become perfect over there. You can join all these yoga schools if you want and become all the big yogis if you want. Still, Krishna is never found. What can we describe about the great fortune of the inhabitants of Rajabhumi, Vrindavana, with whom the Supreme Personality of God personally lived and who saw the Lord face to face? So what, did, what does it mean? It means simply this, that those who come from the inner circle, the inner circle, they are fortunate enough to be in the company of Krishna. Understand? So these gopis and the gopas, they are fortunate enough to be in the company of Krishna. Those who are staying with him in the Vrajabhumi are very fortunate people. So this is what is meant. They could achieve Krishna immediately. But those who do all kinds of different stunts, you know, of pranayama and this and that, for them it is very very difficult to achieve Krishna. It's not possible. Because Krishna can be only done, achieved by means of faith, devotion, love, those four words which I always say. My dear King Parikshit, thereafter, there appeared a great demon named Agasura, whose death was being awaited even by the demigods. The demigods drank nectar every day, but still they feared the great demon and awaited his death. This demon could not tolerate the transcendental pleasures being enjoyed in the forest by the coward boys. You know, when somebody is excited and enjoying something, you don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> Just imagine, you have a neighboring child, you know, he is eating. Uh, you know, you are sitting in a train, let us say, okay? And in the train, every time the choy, 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 wala will come. <laughs> <laughs> and then Vadawala will come. And imagine, you know, there are eight people sitting next to you. Seven, eight people. And somebody orders one Batata Vada. You know how the smell comes? <laughs> and then another one will order. And then another one will order. And you are sitting in the corner. You know, you are looking at them like this. <laughs> so it is like that. Imagine, the gods are sitting over there. They couldn't enjoy their happiness, you know. They are drinking their Amrita and all that. And this fellow Agasura, 
those who are sitting in the corner and looking at these other fellows eating batata vada you know what they are thinking saale ke pet mein hai na kuch ho jana chahiye we always talk like this you know that we don't know what the other fellow to eat something nice so think about this demon actually just now just before the satsang uh, he asked me what the demons about the demons who are the demons demons are called nothing but everybody has a demon in themselves okay and that is called bad pravrutti a vrutti you know our nature we have a bad nature like this fellow sitting in the corner thinking everybody is eating batata vada i am not eating okay and then he is cursing the many thing sala ganda oil mein fry kiya rahega are khaya nahi hai wo ganda oil ki tarah se hua but you allowed to call them names you know so this is a kind of vritti we call it vritti zaunecha our nature is always like this these are the demons in us and our demons are always not not conducive to us they are always trying to do something or the other wrong in our world so this is our demonic nature and agasura is also one of the demons and all the gods over there were a little bit afraid because this demon was very very powerful agasura has been sent by kamsa was the youngest brother of putana and bakasura therefore when he came and saw krishna in the head of the cowherd boys he thought this krishna has killed my sister and brother putana and bakasura therefore in order to please them both i shall kill this krishna along with his assistants the other cowherd boys so he decides you know this krishna is is killed my brother and sister so i am going to kill him agasura thought if somehow or the other i can make krishna and his associate serve as the last offering of sesame and water for the departed soul of my brother and sister then the inhabitants of rajbhumi for whom these boys are the life and the soul will automatically die if there is no life there is no need for the body consequently when their sons are dead naturally all the inhabitants of the rajbhumi will also die so this demon has got a very peculiar mind you know uh, we use the black sesame seeds for uh, uh, the dead dead ceremony ha huh? so <laughs> he is thinking of doing something like that of these boys creating that kind of a scene and he is very chalu fellow he is thinking about all these things you know if i kill these fellows no what will happen the whole village will die because the children are dead what will the parents do so they will cry they will cry so much that they will also die so after thus deciding that crooked agasura assumed the form of a huge python as thick as a big mountain and as long as 8 miles having assumed this wonderful python body he spread his mouth like a big cave in the mountains and lay down in the road expecting to swallow krishna and his associate the cowherd boys so agasura is sitting over there is become a big python 8 miles long hmm so and he is open his mouth ah wide and he is sitting over there now he is expecting krishna and everybody to enter him he is become so big you know naturally his lower lip rested on the surface of the earth and his upper lip was touching the clouds in the sky the border of his mouth resembled the sides of a big cave in the mountain and the middle of the mouth was as dry dark as possible his tongue resembled a broad traffic way his breath was like a warm wind and his eyes blazed like fire imagine this scene over there he is lying over there his lower part is on the ground his upper part is open wide and it looks like a cave a dark cave 
and his tongue. You know the forked tongue is there, forked tongue of the snakes. So the forked tongue looks like a pathway. So it's like a pathway, and he is sitting over there like that, waiting for Krishna to come. Upon seeing this demon's wonderful form, which resembled a great python, the boys thought that it must be a beautiful scenic spot of Vrindavan. <laughs> Thereafter, they imagined it to be similar to the mouth of a great python. In other words, the boys, unafraid, thought it was a statue made in the shape of a great python for the enjoyment of their pastimes. Ah, Disneyland. <laughs> so, it looks like a Disneyland to these boys. Well, okay, fine, we will see something over here. The boys said, Dear friends, is this creature dead or is it actually a living python with his mouth spread? Just wait to swallow us all. Kindly clear up this doubt. Thereafter they decided, Dear friends, this is certainly an animal sitting here to swallow us up. Its upper lip resembles a red, red a cloud reddened by the sunshine and its lower lip resembles a reddish shadow of a cloud. On the left and the right, the two depressions resembling mountain caves are the corners of its mouth and the high mountain peaks are its teeth. In the length and the breadth, the animal's tongue resembled a broad traffic way and the inside of the mouth is very very dark like a cave in a mountain. So they are contemplating what is to be done now. The hot fairy wind is the breath coming out of the mouth which is giving off the bad smell of burning flesh because all the dead bodies he has eaten. Then the voice said, Has this living creature come to swallow us? If he does so, he will immediately be killed like Bakasura without delay. Thus they looked at the beautiful face of Krishna, the enemy of Bakasura, and laughing loudly and clapping their hands, they entered the mouth of the python. Bola dawn hai saath mein, to hum jayenge andar. They are least bothered, they are thinking, Krishna is there to kill now, hum logo kya kar rahe, hum log jayenge, chalo andar. You know, even, you still remember, you know, uh, as, a, as a kid, we we had in our area we had our gang okay in other area there is another gang then in another area there is another gang you don't go from one place to another alone you know that in in all in every village in every town this is very common especially in mumbai too, it is very common so you don't enter that other fellow's territory even when you are going to school and crossing that area you better be in a group of five six people okay Otherwise, they are going to come and hammer you. <laughs> and imagine, you know, you have your gang member and you have, but there is one Dada fellow. Okay? And when the Dada is with you and he is going somewhere, no, you would like to accompany him or you would like to go with him. Hmm, I can go ahead. Why? Because boss is following behind. It's like that. <laughs> it's like a very interesting phenomena. So these boys are also thinking like this. Oh, we got our Krishna dough. We don't have to worry about all these things. So they are thinking like this. So, <coughs> then the boy said, has this living creature come to swallow us? If that is so, he will immediately be killed by, like Bakasura without delay. So, they are thinking that he is also going to get killed. Thus, they looked at the beautiful face of Krishna, the enemy of Bakasura. And laughing loudly and clapping their hands, they entered the mouth of the python. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna, who is situated as Antaryami, the super soul, is the core of everyone's heart heard the boys talking among themselves about the artificial python. Unknown to them, it was actually Aghasura, a demon who has appeared like a python 
Krishna knowing this wanted to forbid his associates to enter the demon's mouth. So Krishna, uh, very placid face over there, no doubt about it. But he's telling his friends, you know, don't, don't go over there, don't go over there. In the meantime, while Krishna was considering how to stop them, all the coward boys entered the mouth of the demon. The demon, however, did not swallow them. For he was thinking in his own relative who had been killed by Krishna and was just waiting for Krishna to enter his mouth. So the demon was also smart. He must be looking down with one eye like this. You know, you remember Amrish Puri? Like that. Imagine, the python is looking with one eye. I was like, Abhi Krishna, tu andar to see, baad mein mein karta hu. Chaba ke kha jaunga tumhe. You can have a lot kind of dialogues over there at that time, you know. Agasura can be given all types of detached dialogues. What? <laughs> Krishna saw all the coward boys who did not know anyone but him as their lord, has now gone out of his hand and were help- helpless. Having entered the straws, like straws into the fire of the abdomen of Agasura, who was death personified, it was intolerable for Krishna to be separated from his friend, the coward boys. Therefore, as if seeing that this has been arranged by his internal potency, Krishna was momentarily struck with wonder and unsure of what to do. Now, this is a very beautiful line. You have to always remember this. Whenever form, whenever the Lord takes a form and comes on the earth, okay, remember this. Whenever the Lord takes a form and comes on the earth, he knows what is inevitable. Inevitable means what is going to happen is known. That means any which way good will be always winning, evil will be defeated. This is, the, this is a well-known fact. But how it is going to unfold or what exactly is going to happen at that given moment in time is never told even to the form. You will ask me why. If Shri Ram knew that his wife is going to get kidnapped, he would not have gone to the jungle. If Jesus knew that if he went to that place, he is going to get caught and they are going to hang, you know, crucify him, he would never have gone there. But there is always something which is called the law of God. It works very, very beautifully. The form is still a lower form of the Divine Lord. It's not the Supreme Divine Consciousness the way we look at it. So the form has not been given that kind of a fabulous insight into the future. It's never given. Never. It's like Ramakrishna Paramahansa could predict his death. But how it's going to happen, where it is going to take him, where it is going to lead, is never ever told to that person. Because the form is finite in nature, finite. It has got only limited concept or memory. It has very limited concept of knowledge. And the entire knowledge is not given. It is only on demand. That means you have to send a request first. You know request, no? Type out a request. It will be, uh, it will be given or not given. That is not known. <laughs> so Krishna is standing over there and contemplating. Abhi ye log andar gaye, mai kya guru? I have to do something. Any which way. That Agasura, Bakasura, whoever it is, anyway, is going to get killed. That is a known fact. But these guys are 
यू नो डेलीबरेटली ग्रोइंग एंड उंगलीबाजी करने में उस्ताद है अंडरस्टैंड वी लव टू डू दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स वेन वी नो द रिजल्ट नो वी थिंक हाँ चलो हम लोग कर लेंगे नो नेवर प्रवोक डेस्टिनी नेवर प्रवोक डेस्टिनी दैट इज द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग यू शुड अंडरस्टैंड डोंट प्रवोक डेस्टिनी नाउ वॉट वॉज टू बी डन सो आई होप यू अंडरस्टूड दैट इवन द हाइएस्ट फॉर्म ऑफ कृष्णा when he comes as krishna in golok brindavana in gokul he will not be given the full knowledge about what is going to occur he will have a general idea that's it the details will never be revealed but you should know that at the end it is still the divine concept so now what was to be done how could both the killing of this demon and the saving of the devotees be performed simultaneously is like our hindi film villain you know he hero he has to save the girl he has to save the village and he has to save the world also oh, sorry the world is only for americans you have to save the president and the, and the whole world and the and the missile also has to be dismantled everything has to happen simultaneously right that is what our heroes also do nowadays and that time krishna was also thinking ye sab bachche log ko to save to karna padega and what else and kill the demon also krishna being ultimate unlimitedly potent decided to wait for an intelligent means by which he could simultaneously save the boys and kill the demon then he entered the mouth of agasura so what does he do he has to wait for the opportune moment after the opportune moment comes then only he enters when krishna entered the mouth of agasura the demigods hidden behind the clouds exclaimed alas alas but the friends of agasura like kamsa and other demons were jubilant so all the demons are happy now krishna has entered okay but the gods are afraid they say oh my god what's going to happen or oh, they can't say oh my god no or can they say gods will not say oh my god they may say something else <laughs> so they were wondering what is to be done now when the invincible supreme personality of god and krishna heard the demigods crying alas alas from behind the clouds he immediately enlarged himself within the demon's throat just to save himself and the coward boys his own associates from the demon who wish to smash them so he starts enlarging his form then because krishna had increased the size of the body the demon extended his own body to a very large size there's a tussle going on tu bada ki main bada to tu jitna bada hota hai usse bada main hunga nonetheless his breathing stopped he suffocated and his eyes rolled here and there and popped out the demon's life air however could not pass through an outlet and therefore it finally burst out through a hole in the top of the demon's head when all the demon's life air had passed away through the hole in the top of the head krishna glanced over the dead calves and the cowherd boys and brought them back to life now how do you go over there with the children dead and with the all these calves and all that you cannot do that so krishna has to bring back everybody to life then mukunda who can give one liberation came out from the demon's mouth with his friends and the calves mukunda is krishna krishna is the only one who can give liberation to anybody in this world just by a glance just by looking at that person so from the body of the gigantic python a glaring effulgence came out illuminating all direction 
and stayed individually in the sky until Krishna came out from the corpse's mouth. Then as all the demigods looked on, their effulgence entered in Krishna's body. Agasura is a demon killed by Krishna himself. So the effulgence of Agasura in the form of his devotion to the Lord, it enters Krishna's being. Krishna is very happy to accept even the demon as one of his devotees. Thereafter, everyone being pleased, the demigods began to shower flowers from Nandana Kanana. The celestial dancing girls began to dance and the Gandharvas who are famous for singing offered songs of prayers. The drummers began to beat their kettle drums and the Brahmanas offered Vedic hymns. In this way, both in the heavens and on the earth, everyone began to perform his own duties glorifying the Lord. So, everybody is happy that the demon is dead and that Krishna has come out alive. When Lord Brahma heard the wonderful ceremony going on near his planet, accompanied by music and songs and the songs and the sounds jay jay, he immediately came down to see the function. Upon seeing so much of glorification of Lord Krishna, he was completely astonished. Now another story started. Kahani may twist like they say, no? So Brahmaji is wondering, who is this fellow man? Small fellow over there, everybody is saying praises to him. Who is this guy? Okay, like you don't know. Think about it, you know. Like today, if uh, uh, when I went to Andhra Pradesh, I didn't know who Ram Charan was. He's a hero from that place, boss. Right or wrong? It's like somebody from Mumbai is coming to Karnataka and they will say, okay, uh, what is great hero over here? That fellow comes and stands near him, does all dancing and all. He will wonder, Kidar se aya? Ada Tira Admi. Well, Amara Mumbai mein Shahrukh Khan hai. Amitabh Bachchan hai. So they don't recognize. <laughs> so now think about Brahmaji. You know, Brahmaji is in his heaven. He's sitting over there in meditation doing all sorts of things. And then he hears all these noise going on. Well, what's going on? Well, what's the Academy Award for the Tamil Nadu? So, who is it? Okay. So, it's a very funny scene over there. Think about it. Brahmaji has come to see who is this great guy called Krishna. Everybody is bowing down to him. Okay. So, everybody is saying, Jai Ho, Jai Ho. Not Jai Ho. Jai Jai. Okay. So what Jaya means? In victory. Victory to Krishna. O King Parikshit. When the python shaped body of Agasura dried up in merely a big skin, it became a wonderful place for the inhabitants of Vrindavana to visit. And it remained so for a long, long time. No, no. Yeah, it is something very strange. Don't worry about it. It always is the case. You know, every time when something good or bad happens, the place is marked in that, uh, in that city or town. And when you are passing from there, now that fellow will tell you, you know, over here this happened, over here that happened. So like that, <laughs> you mentioned that python died in this place. So, you know, in this place the python was there. Oh, in this village this happened, in that place that happened. So like that, everybody remembers the place. This incident of Krishna saving himself and his associates from death and of giving deliverance to Agasura, who had assumed the form of a python, took place when Krishna was only five years old. It was disclosed in Vajrabhumi after one year as if it had taken place that very day. So this story was then told when people had shifted to Vrindavan. 
So in the Vraj Bhumi, this particular story had happened in another place. And here they were talking about it. Krishna is the cause of all causes. The cause and the effect of the material world, both higher and lower and all created by the Supreme Lord. The original controller. When Krishna appeared as the son of Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda, he did so by his causeless mercy. Consequently for him, in ex- to exhibit his unlimited opulence was not at all wonderful indeed. He showed such great mercy that even Agasura, the most sinful miscreant, was elevated to being one of his associates and achieved Sarupya Mukti, which is actually impossible for materially contaminated persons to attain. Now you will ask me, what is this? Why, why does this happen? You know, yesterday the Pope was in Philadelphia. You know that? So when the Pope was going towards the airport, in his Pope mobile, yeah, you have a bat mobile and you have a Pope mobile also. Don't worry. The Pope goes in Pope mobile, the Batman goes in Bat mobile. <laughs> so when the Pope was going towards the airport, suddenly he told the driver, stop, 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 stop. He stopped. He got up from there. And there was a child sitting in one chair. You know? You take the... Uh, and the mother was standing over there waiting for taking darshan of Pope. The Pope gets down, kisses the child on the forehead and wishes the mother. And there were two other sisters, sisters from the nearby convent. So he wishes all of them. And then he goes back to his mobile and sits and goes away. Think about it. It is their good. Isn't, there, isn't it something really fantastic that happened in their world? Imagine. If something like this were to happen, the causeless mercy of the Lord is something like this. Here you saw the Pope getting down and wishing and blessing the child. The causeless mercy of the Lord can never be understood. Sometimes the Lord visits the house of a very poor person or he goes to that person's place or he does something very spectacular over there. It doesn't appear that spectacular by the way. It appears as if it's a very common thing. Okay. But it is something really very great. Because you know why? It means that Krishna has spread his mercy on you. Jesus is to walk village to village to village to village with the people behind him. Sometimes he would sit on the donkey and go. So whichever village he went, he would go to some houses, very rare houses he would go to. In one of the houses, he found that people were crying. Why? Because the owner of the house was dead. So the lady of the house requests him, Jesus, can you please do something about it? I lost my husband. So he says, don't worry, I will do something about it. He goes to the tomb of Lazarus and calls out to him and says, come out. And Lazarus walks out from the dead. That is called the causeless mercy of the Lord. It can never be understood. It's also the same when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Okay, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. One day it so happened that Chaitanya was sitting in his own place and they were singing songs. His brother. You know, I am sure those who have gone to Iskon temple will see two images in the corner. One of them are always dancing like this, you know. 
गौर नित्याई दे कॉल इट गौर इज गौरंगा द नेम ऑफ चैतन्य महाप्रभु एंड नित्याई इज नित्यानंदा दैट इज अनदर पर्सन विच इज अधिशेष और बलराम तो वन डे इट्स हैपन नाउ द होल स्थीन एज रिवर्स्ड ओके कृष्णा इज फेयर नित्याई इज बिकम वेरी वेरी वीक Nityananda is very very weak person, so he is he is going in the village singing songs. So these two guys are there. They hammer him. They they are the employees. They are the, uh, they are policemen who are sitting in one place. They are put on tambu, you know tambu, and they have the dancing girls over there. They are dancing over there, and this fellow comes over there with the orange clothes. singing songs hari ram hari krishna all that you know how the iskon people go about you know in the similar manner he is singing and dancing and going on the road with all the tambora and that dolak and all that nityananda was going so these people were getting disturbed these two guys were there okay they were getting very disturbed because they are listening to mujra and this fellow is singing ra you know hari ram hari krishna and all that naturally you this both these things don't go together so these guys get very angry and they beat him up nityananda nityananda starts crying imagine he is adishesha he is balram by the way <laughs> he starts crying and he goes running to his brother and chaitanya mahaprabhu is sitting over there doing satsanga with his with his devotees he says what happened oh those fellows you know jai vijay this they beat me up these are the same people chanda munda jay vijay you know these same guys by the way oh they beat you up why did they beat you up i was beat because i was singing songs about the lord you know and they want to listen to these filmy songs ha ah, what item numbers so is it okay let us go and see them so then chaitanya mahaprabhu goes to this place where this tambu is so when they see the entire gang of these orange clad people coming and right in front is chaitanya mahaprabhu these two guys who are the policemen of the mogal emperor they see and they say oh this guy has come to beat us up so they take a stone and they want to hit it the moment they come near him the stone drops from their hand and both of them literally bow down at the feet of chaitanya mahaprabhu surrendering to them surrendering to chaitanya mahaprabhu so when you think about these kind of miracles happening in this world that is called the causeless glory of the lord is spread on these people the person might be the biggest villain on earth does not matter when the lord's grace is on them the mercy is on them it really does not matter so at such times when they meet such kind of people and they die at the hands it is called sarupya mukti sarupya mukti means getting liberation within the hands of the divine lord mukti liberation at the hand of the lord it's a very great thing 
So, very few people in this world attain this kind of mukti. If even once, only once, or even by force, one brings the form of the Supreme Lord, Supreme Personality of Godhead in one's mind, one can attain the supreme salvation of the mercy of Krishna, as did Agasura. What then is said to be those of the hearts of the Supreme Personality of Godhead? Enters when appears as an incarnation, or those who always think of the lotus feet of the Lord, who is the source of the transcendental bliss for all the living entities and by whom an illusion is completely removed. I shall explain to you what it means to have devotion for the Lord in this manner. In the Bible there is a very beautiful story about the lost lamb. Okay, I shall explain this story from a different perspective. There was one man who was very rich. He had two sons. So the younger son who was quite a tapori type of a person. He tells his father, give me all the money. I want my share of the property. I want to go away with it. And the father reluctantly gives him half of his share. He doesn't want his son to go. But the son is very adamant about it and he goes away. The elder son is staying over there. He takes care of his father constantly, looking after the household, taking care of his father nicely. For many years this goes on for quite some time, you know. And the son is very nicely taking care of his father. Many years later, the father hears that his younger son is coming back. And that the son has lost everything in the world. He has become literally a pauper. He doesn't own anything. He has become absolutely zero in this life. He doesn't even have good clothes. He has become like a bikari. The father tells the elder son, Get ready. Let us have a feast. He does decorations of the entire house. A lot of good food is prepared. So on and so forth. And when the father comes to know that this sheep is coming close to the place, the father runs to the port with his horseback, you know, on his on, on his buggy. And he welcomes his son over there, the long lost sheep as we call him. Takes him very close, puts him in the carriage, brings him home, gives him a clean bath and all, dresses him out nicely, gives him lot of jewels and gold and stuff like that feeds him very nicely there is a lot of pakwan made you know lot of good food has been made and the father is very very happy the young elder son thinks what is this this is that idiot who went leaving me over here so he tells his father he calls his father and he says what is this You are showering all your love on this idiot. He took away all your property. He went and squandered it. He spent it everything in all the wrongdoings in the world. And yet you are taking him close. Whereas look at me. For so many years I have been taking care of you. I treated you nicely. I took care of you so well. I I literally gave everything that you wanted. And yet... You are not loving me the way you are loving your younger son. 
what is the meaning of this and what is the real meaning of this this is a parable from the bible now what is the truth in this let me give you an understanding let us say that there are five steps up or seven steps up to reach god okay so you climb from 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 you climb up you can reach god the god looks at you and says okay fine sit down over here you are my very great devotee sit down over here but there is another person who is on step 0 he does everything bad in this world he falls down and he falls down to minus 7 seven steps down tak 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 he goes down but then he calls out the name of the father once in his life why does he reach god so fast do you know why he reaches god so fast because the first son had to climb only seven steps and the second son has to climb 14 Do you know how difficult it is for a person who has gone down to the depth of the that you know that morass of the society, the worst place to rise from there to the highest. Do you know how difficult it is? It is a very very difficult thing in this life. Somebody who has fallen down to rise to the level of the devotion for Lord. and that is the reason why the lord loves these people more than the person who normally takes the name of the lord every single day that doesn't mean that you fall down minus 7 no <laughs> it only means that the effort required is tremendous so even these kind of creatures now i really hope that you understood the story from the bible that the son who had gone away finds the true love for his father is the father in heaven we are talking about we are not talking about any normal human being and we are talking about the two sons where the first son is that great goody goody person who is a devotee of the lord you know who sings the praises of the lord who goes to the church every day or goes to the temple and sings all the praises and does all the things possible and the other one is the one who never cares a damn about the lord and suddenly one fine day he returns back that is the greatest thing in this world so i hope you understood what it means so even if one only once or even by force one brings the form of the supreme personality of godhead into one's mind one can attain the supreme salvation by the mercy of krishna as did aghasura once what then is to be said of those whose heart the supreme personality of godhead enters when he appears in an incarnation or those who always think of the lotus feet of the lord who is the source of transcendental bliss for all living entities and by whom an illusion is completely removed suta goswami said o learned saints the childhood pastimes of sri krishna are very wonderful maharaj parikshit after hearing about those pastimes of krishna who had saved him in the womb of his mother became steady in the mind and again inquired from sukhdev goswami to hear about those pious activities 
Maharaj Parikshit inquired, Oh great sage, how could things done in the past have been described as being done at the present? Lord Krishna performed this pastimes of killing Aghasura during his Kaumara age. How then during his Papaganda age could the boys have described this incident as having happened yesterday, recently? You know, there are different different ceremonies performed. After five years is this next ceremony. The next age that you get into. Up to one year is a different kind. You are sucking the mother's breast. From the age of two to four, you are a different person. And then up to five, you are a different person. And after five, you know, when children were five years and above, they would go to the ashram or the school. Even today, nowadays, it's the same thing which happens. So, different age. So, this particular age that they are talking about is when he was five years old or when he is six years old. How do they remember what happened during that time? Oh, greatest yogi, my spiritual master, kindly describe why this happened. I am so much curious to know about it. I think that it was nothing but another illusion due to Krishna. Oh, my lord, my spiritual master, although we are the lowest of the Kshatriyas, we are glorified and benefited because we have opportunity of always hearing from you the nectar of pious activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sutta Goswami said, O Shavanaka, greatest of the saints and devotees, when Maharaj Parikshit inquired from Sukhdev Goswami in this way, Sukhdev Goswami, immediately remembering subject matters about Krishna within the core of his heart, ex- externally lost contact with the action of his senses. Thereafter, with great difficulty, he revived his external sensory perception and began to speak to Maharaj Parikshit about Krishna Katha. So, we have come to the end of this chapter. This chapter was an interesting chapter about the beautiful pastimes of Krishna. Now, the next chapter will be still more beautiful because it's going to tell how Brahma ji gets conned. Brahma, who is the father of everybody, how he gets conned into thinking that he is just a small child. What is? What does he do? What does he know about anything in this world? And so, next time we will do this. But I think next time you will have to mind the timings. Most probably we are going to have it early in the morning. Okay. So let us see how it works. So we can stop.